I'm not even drunk. <laughs> hey, everybody. It is uh, me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wing Dog right here. Can you hear that? I'm slapping her. I got Sandy Dog right next to her. Slapping her. Uh, and there you go. I don't know where the fuck the cats are. The cats always do their own goddamn thing. The dog's got to be near me uh, most of the time, and the cats are like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> oh, wait, there's Cow Cat. Hi, Cow. How you doing? You heard me talking about you, didn't you? But hey, everybody. Uh, it is a Thursday, January 27th. Uh, what? What'd you say to me, Cow? The last... Thursday of the month, and then we're into fucking February. We're into fucking February. Can any of you smarter people, which is probably all of you, uh, can any of you people tell me why February only has 28 days, right? Why does it have 28 and all the others have at least 30? And some have 31. Why wouldn't you give February uh, two of the days from the months that have 31 and then give it 30? February's got 30 fucking days. Hey, there you fucking go. It's got 30 fucking days. Now fucking you other fucking months, you only got 30, you motherfucks. Right? I forget the... The tip thing that would would help you remember which which months have thirty and which have thirty one. I can't I can't fucking remember. How are you supposed to expect me to fucking remember this shit? Let me see. So January has thirty one. February's got twenty eight. March has thirty one. April's got thirty. May's got thirty one. Why does April get fucked? <laughs> I was born in April. Why does it get fucked? Uh, June's got 30, July's got 31, August has 31, September's 30, October's 31, November's 30, December's 31. So yeah, there we go. A lot of them got 31. Why can't fucking, uh, some of these fucking months share, right? Stop being greedy, you filthy fucks, and share some shit. Uh, wow. For some reason, I have this guy. He was, um, he was a manager of a comedy club that I worked with. And for whatever reason, his birth date is in my calendar. <laughs> Why? How did that happen? I don't have anyone else's birth date. Uh, that's it. For some reason, on my birthday, it says happy birthday. <laughs> Like it's a reminder to myself that I was born on this day. But hey, everybody, uh, if you're new to the podcast, uh, thanks for listening. I'm Steve McAllister, your host. I am a ex-comedian, ex-social worker, soon-to-be ex-Dividends uh, delivery driver. And uh, this is me. I shoot the shit. Uh, I talk about a lot of dumb shit. I ramble up front a whole fucking lot. Lots of rambling. If you enjoy rambling, you'll like this podcast. And then uh, the back half, I talk about dumb shit that's going on in the news. Uh, if you're new, I lean left uh, liberally. 
uh, and my penis. <laughs> uh, so there we go. You're all caught up. Thanks for listening. I got a Patreon, if you guys give a shit. If you like this podcast, uh, consider the Patreon. It's the same shit, just more of this shit. So that's it. There we go. Today, uh, the countdown to the end of Dippin' Dots is happening. Uh, after today, I got six more days of delivering the dots, and that's it. And then and then I'll go to my new job, and then I'll probably be back at Dippin' Dots in uh, two months. <laughs> I have a history, new listeners. I have a history of uh, leaving Dippin' Dots, getting a new job, being at that job for a short period of time, and then returning. And they always take me back. Why? Because I'm a goddamn good employee, at least at Dippin' Dots. The other jobs might be like, that guy sucks balls. But at Dippin' Dots, uh, they love me. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that my coworkers are garbage. <laughs> please, please, please tell my coworkers. If you know my coworkers, if you know the other drivers at uh, Dippin' Dots, please tell them to listen to this podcast. Please tell them that I rip them to fucking shreds and call them lazy fucking bums because that's what they fucking are. Uh, I had to work with my boss all day today. Do you guys do that? Do any of you have uh, regular interactions with your boss? I was stuck with my boss today for like nine and a half hours, right? Do any of you work in, in close proximity to your boss for that long period of time? When I say close proximity, we, we were in a fucking truck all goddamn day together. And that's a relatively long time to be with your boss. And I, I like my boss. I like a lot of people. A lot of you might say that's bullshit. <laughs> but I like my boss and I, I like people, but it doses. Sometimes when you're stuck with people for a long period of time, you're like, fuck. Even someone that you like the most. Even if you're like married or dating someone or whatever, you're stuck with them like fucking for nine hours or whatever. There's no escape. You're like, fuck, fuck. And uh, today, today was just me and my boss uh, bitching about the job, <laughs> bitching about stupid people, bitching about everything job related, and uh, that's that's it's good, but at the same time, it's bad because I often look at you when you look at problems with your job. You often will look at your boss as like, "Hey, you're the one to change this shit." You're the one who can change this shit, or you're the one who should change this shit. And so I'm kind of looking at him going like, you should change this shit. And a lot of it is my shit coworkers, uh, and I've said now for at least the last two years, my two shit coworkers should be fired, fired! But uh, but they're never gonna get fired. I think they, they'd have to murder someone to get fired. And uh, I know that to be the case because uh, today, uh, me and my boss had to drive all the way to Bad Axe, Michigan, which is in the middle of fucking nowhere, and it is nowhere. And then we had to drive back to Midland, Michigan, which is uh, I don't near Saginaw, Bay City, that area, if you know the state of Michigan. A lot of you don't, and that's fine. That's fine. And uh, as, as we're driving back, we, we stopped at a, 
a gas station that sold Dipidus. We just stopped there. He had to go to the bathroom. I had to get some coffee. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna, I'll just check the freezer while we're here. If they need some product, I'll give them some product. And there you go. They didn't, but I cleaned out the freezer. I've talked about how you just need to do simple things with the freezer. Yeah, it's a freezer, so it'll get frosty at times. So you just scrape it out. You get an ice scraper, you scrape it out. You clean off the fan. You got a fucking rag with you. You clean off the fan because the fan will suck in dust and dirt and whatever else. And so you clean it off so it'll run better. It'll run more effectively. It takes you all of like a minute tops to do it. Is it hard? Fuck no. It's easy as shit. But my coworkers don't do it. Why? I've already said it about a dozen times. They're lazy fucks. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so we did it, and then uh, the, the freezer's on wheels, so it's super easy to move, and I moved the freezer, you know, to make the, to clean the fan, and then I, you find things often underneath. You'll find uh, change. I find a lot of change, because a lot of people use the, the dip and dot freezer as a fucking uh, lottery thing. They'll scratch off uh, scratchers, or they'll write lottery tickets. So you find lottery tickets, you'll pens, pencils. Uh, sometimes you find food. Today I found some change and I found a fucking like Slim Jim thing. And I gave the Slim Jim to the cashier and uh, I bought some coffee. Actually, the dude gave me the coffee for free. I was like, thanks, cashier dude. Have a good day, motherfucker. And, uh, and we left. And so my boss, he texted out to all of, uh, all of the drivers, of which there's only four of us. It's a very small program. We do the whole goddamn state of Michigan. And I want to tell you something right now. This is what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm driving to goddamn St. Clair, Michigan, first thing in the morning. And then I'm driving to Harrison, Michigan. And then I'm driving back to the warehouse. And now you're like, ah, oh, that doesn't seem like a whole lot. That's a fucking lot. If you know the state of Michigan, you're like, Stu, you're fucking crazy. And I'm going to tell you guys this. My van, we purchased the van that I drive, brand fucking new, in July and it has 60,000 miles on it. 60,000 miles since July. Six months since July. Uh, I have driven, I would say, at least 55,000 of those 60,000 miles. Gotta like driving to do the fucking job that I do. So, but anyway, my boss, he texts out to the four of us, Hey! Scrape, clean the fans, move the stuff. Sometimes you're gonna find shit underneath it. Like he said, uh, found, found change in a Slim Jim. He always includes me in it because he doesn't want to feel like I'm getting excluded. The other guys don't want, you know, he doesn't want them to feel like they're being targeted, even though they fucking should. <laughs> they should be fucking targeted. One, and my one coworker goes, uh, please don't text me when I'm not working. What? Hey, dude, you didn't have to text back. Because my two fucking co-workers, they seemingly never work Thursdays and Fridays. They, they work so hard those three days, they got to have a four-day uh, weekend. Jesus Christ. And uh, since it was a group text, I got the text. I saw the text. I was like, what the fuck? And I told my boss immediately, you need to fire this asshole. Why does he think he can tell his boss this shit? It's so funny, too. He doesn't want the boss texting him when he's not at work. But then so much of this job of what we do is all about the boss texting us like the day in advance to tell us what the fuck we're going to do. 
Please don't text me if I'm not working. How about you fucking get your head out of your ass and do your fucking job? And I know he doesn't do his fucking job because he did this route on Monday. Uh, Long-time listeners will know I bitch way too much about dipping dots and my coworkers. I apologize. It's all I have in my life. <laughs> on Monday, he did a super long route, but I found out that another coworker did part of the route, and so he, it was something way long. It's a 14-hour day. But one spot was taken out, which immediately takes out two hours of your day because it's so far away and so isolated. You, you didn't have to go do it. We found, my boss showed me today, because I asked him, like, how many places does did he skip? Because he's got a history of just skipping places. And I know in, in this January, December, January, not necessarily dipping out ice cream season, but you go because you don't fucking know. You go to clean the freezer. You go to clean the fan. You go to say, how do you do to the goddamn customers? It's called customer service. I talked about it a little bit on the Patreon yesterday. But I know he skips places. So we went and we looked at it. And this is uh, this guy, he's a lot younger than me. He's, he's a fucking, I guess he'd be a millennial. I'm probably a good 20 years older than this guy. You would think this guy would be a little more knowledgeable about technology. Because we all use fucking tablets now. This is how we're doing stuff. It's all on, like, you know, the little mini computer. And uh, when you get to a stop, you either sell them product or you don't sell them product. And if you don't sell them product, you're like, oh, the customer doesn't want product. And so you hit the button, and then you're supposed to have them sign it. He doesn't have them sign it. Whatever. He's a cocksucker. He was at four places all at the same time saying that they didn't want product. <laughs> 12, 15, four different places, all of them didn't want product. That's impossible, particularly when a lot of these places are a good half hour, 40 minutes in between each other. <laughs> so I just told my boss, yeah, skip it all these places. He's just skipping them. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't get, fire him, fire him, fire him. And the, the reason my boss won't fire him is because he's afraid that he won't be, uh, won't be able to hire anybody else. And sometimes I feel like no shits are better than dipshits. You have a dipshit, it's better to have no shit than a dipshit. Sometimes there's addition through subtraction. Sometimes you fucking, uh, you, you get rid of the chafe, you cut away the brush, and you allow things to grow, and you'll be okay. Particularly this time of year. Again, while we're slow, fuck. If we're doing routes every three weeks, do routes every four weeks, right? It's not that big of a fucking deal. Nobody's going to cry. And so in between now and fucking May, when Dip and Dots season cranks in, then you can fucking find someone. Trust me, everybody. If you want to work for Dip and Dots, if you want to work part-time, or you're a retired guy, or you're in college or something, you're looking for something not super crazy, you want to work two, three days a week, I'll get you the info. Trust me. I like the job. I just wish they treated it like a real fucking job. Treated it as a such. They don't. They won't. Never will. Fuck them. I'm moving on. I'm mo And speaking of moving on, I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm done with this story. Story. I'm not, I'm not talking about it anymore. Uh, longer time listeners know that I've been getting into, uh, Sports shit. I'm selling shit on Macari. I sell jerseys and pennants and bobbleheads and baseballs. And I sold an autographed football the past week. I sold an autographed soccer ball this past week. Selling a lot of shit. I'm getting into sports cards too. 
getting into sports cars, mostly football. But what I'm doing is I'm buying uh, lots of sports cars. When I say lots, I don't mean like a lot. I don't mean like many. I mean like a lot of car, like an auction lot. And that's, I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm buying lots. And when you get these lots, a good portion of the time, you don't know what the fuck you're getting. Like you might know a little bit. But you don't know all of it. And so when you get shit, you get fucking surprises sometimes. A lot of times it's garbage. And sometimes there's a, a, a fucking a diamond in the rough. Like I got a Ernie Banks a while ago. I got a Walter Payton rookie card a while ago. Last night I got some cards in. I got um, three Tom Brady cards. And while not like necessarily like, uh, you know, these are not cards I'm going to be able to retire off of. That would be super nice. Uh, they're still nice to have. You know, these cards are worth a couple bucks. I got, you know, I, I checked out because I'm always curious because I, in all of the things I've purchased, I've never gotten a Tom Brady card in anything. So when I got three yesterday, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. So I went and I checked and uh, two of them were the same and they were both like $7 cards and then the other one was like a $5 card. So, you know, whatever. And as my dad used to say, these things aren't worth shit. And he didn't necessarily say it that way. I'm I'm saying it that way. He's like, these cards ain't worth shit until you find someone who'll pay you for it. And uh, my dad was absolutely right. This card, they might tell me it's worth seven bucks. People might be selling it for seven bucks. But that card ain't worth seven bucks until I find somebody to give me seven bucks. Right? So hopefully I can find someone to give me seven bucks for because I'm not necessarily a Tom Brady fan. But if I can make a little cheddar off uh, some of these cards, fuck yeah, right? Fuck yeah. For me, it's been, it's a fun little hobby that I've picked up uh, since, I don't know, August, September. And uh, I've really, I've really fucking enjoyed it. And it's keeping me busy. And I'm making a little bit of money. I'm not getting fucking rich, but it's fun. It's better. I, you know, I, I don't want to do Uber. <laughs> I don't want to do DoorDash. Like, what are these side gigs that I can fucking do, right? Flipping shit. People flip houses. I flip jerseys and bobbleheads and assorted shit. So there we go. If you guys like anything... Uh, like that, get a hold of me. Maybe I have some stuff, or go look on my Macari if you follow me on uh, Twitter or Instagram. It's Stu McAllister, S T U M C C A L L I S T E R. There you go. That's me, Stu McAllister, on Twitter or Instagram. And, and the link to my uh, Macari store is there, and you can find some shit, right? The reason I bring it up is because, uh, there is a rare Tom Brady card from his first Super Bowl year that's going up for auction. And uh, it's a, it's a Topps card. I mean, back in 2002, I think Topps was still king. Right now, I think uh, there's a bunch of others. Don Ross score, uh, absolute prestige. There's all these fucking card makers fanatics bought out tops i don't know if they're going to keep using the tops name or not but so this is a card that's 20 years old god damn it's hard to believe tom brady's still fucking playing after 20 years of football but there you go 
So it's a 2002 Topps Finest X-Fractor card. How strange is that? Uh, it is up for purchase. And they are saying that it might collect six figures. It might go over a hundred thousand dollars. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine a card that much. Um, it said X Fractor card. What is X Fractor? I'm not saying it wrong. It's Fractor. It's F R A C T O R. You would think it'd be X Factor with no R, but it's X Fractor. I guess it's because it changes it its its appearance, like a light fraction. I guess maybe that's where it's coming from. Uh, X-Fractor cards change appearance depending on the light. Another of the 20 sold. There are only 20 of these cards? Only fucking 20? Yeah, there are only 20 of these cards ever made. No wonder. I'm like, why is this card worth so much? Because cards like that shouldn't be worth so much. I just recently purchased a card off Macari. Uh, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan for new people, uh, and it was a um, like a game worn jersey thing. It was uh, Jim Kelly, Fred Jackson, and Sammy Watkins, all guys who played for the Bills. Jim Kelly probably will soon be the second greatest quarterback for the Bills once Josh Allen continues to fucking destroy like he has been. Freddie Jackson uh, was a great running back for the Bills. Uh, for several years, Sammy Watkins never lived up to his potential. I think Sammy's playing for the Chiefs now, if I'm correct. But uh, that card is only one of 35. There's only 35 of those cards ever made. And uh, so I paid a little bit of money. I think I paid, I paid $35 for it, <laughs> which is the most I think I've ever paid for a card of any kind. But clearly that's not six figures. Even if you're at to add it in the decimal points, that's only four figures. <laughs> this card is going to go for six figures possibly, not including the cents. That's crazy. No one is hotter than Brady for collectible sports card. A signed rookie football card sold for $2.25 million. Holy shit. Then that was stopped a few months later by another signed rookie card at 3.1. Oh, my fucking God. I need to find Tom Brady and have some sign some shit for me. Tom Brady, will you sign my dick for me? <laughs> sign my dick. Do you got enough ink? <laughs> my dick is so fucking huge it leans to the left. If you listen to my podcast, you would know that, Tom Brady. <laughs> Apparently, he might retire. Giselle Bunchin or whatever is, I think, wanting him to retire. Who the fuck knows? I'm not going to lie again. I don't really care for Tom Brady. I kind of like Tom Brady. But over the years, I'm learning, oh, this guy's a little bit of a cocksucker. I mean, and that does not take away from how good of a quarterback he is. Is he a great quarterback? Yes. Is he a good football player? Absolutely. Is he the greatest of all time? Yeah, you can fucking argue it for sure. 
Is he not a cocksucker? Oh, no, no, he's probably a huge cocksucker. I, I don't, and I don't like the whole, like his whole, what is it, uh, TB12 fitness shit, and now he's going to have some crazy fucking fashion line. All of it screams fake to me, too. Like, he's fucking, uh, how old, 44? He's 44 years old, and he looks younger than he did when he was 24? Get the fuck out of here, man. Age doesn't work like that. I don't care how good your genetics are. You're clearly getting some artificial help. I don't care that you've never eaten a fucking strawberry in your life. How the fuck does that happen? How are you a child and never had a strawberry? How have you met? How did you manage to like avoid like strawberry jam and shit like that? Are your parents crazy? They're crazy, right? They gotta be crazy. If you're a parent and you're denying your kids a strawberry, you're denying your kids fruit, you're a fucking lunatic. Tom, your parents were crazy as fuck, and now you're crazy as fuck. And someone's paying $3.1 million for a football card. Jesus Christ. Uh, my boss, I told my boss I had those Tom Brady cards, and he's like, I will pay you $7 for that card. Actually, he said, I'll pay you $4 for that card. And then I said, fuck you. Because <laughs> that's how I can talk to my boss. And that's also, I have less than two weeks left. I don't give a shit. Eat my balls, boss. Eat my fucking balls. Eat my fucking balls. Uh, speaking of balls. <laughs> I, that's how I transition shit. I, uh, clearly, I love football. Uh... Clearly, I've enjoyed this past season for uh, being a Buffalo Bills fan. Uh, it ended not in the way that I wanted, but clearly, football seasons end for most people in, in a way you don't want. One, one team wins and 31 teams lose. Their last game is a loss. One team takes home that title. Whatever. It'll, pro it'll probably be the Chiefs that beat the Bills. Kudos to them. I'd like to see a Bengals-Rams uh, Super Bowl. Um, just because I've said that, it, it's, it's probably going to be Chiefs-Niners. Uh, which is weird, because that was who played in the Super Bowl uh, like two years ago, and I'm selling a hat from it. So if you guys want a winner hat of the uh, Chiefs-Niners game from two years ago that the Chiefs won, uh, I'm selling it on Macari. How about that? But anyway... I bring up the Buffalo Bills because part of the deal for their home games were that you needed to show proof of vaccination. You know, no, no one who has not been vaccinated can get in to see the game. A lot of people were losing their fucking mind. Fuck them. I don't give a shit. I'm very uh, pro-vaccine. Uh, if you don't want to get a vaccine, watch the game on TV like the rest of us, right? I watched it on TV. You can stay at home and watch it, right? We're all better off. You're probably better off because you're not around someone who might have uh, COVID, even though they're vaccinated, and uh, you don't want to get it, right? You just don't want to get it. But um, two fuckfaces, I'm assuming it's a husband and wife, Michael Nab 34 and Amber Nab 37 of West Seneca, that's a suburb of Buffalo, uh, are ch each charged with one count of criminal possession of a forged instrument in the second degree because they snuck into the game with fake ID cards, fake COVID vaccination cards. 
And the reason they were found out is because these two numbnuts were bragging about it on social media. What a bunch of dumb cunts. Hey, we committed a crime, everybody. Aren't we cool? Everybody, we just murdered some motherfuckers. We're going to get away with it, even though we're talking about it right now on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> District Attorney John Flynn told reporters that the Bills learned of the couple's alleged plan via their social media posts, which were flagged by an anonymous tipster. According to Flynn, they posted about using forged cards to attend previous Bills games. Law enforcement officials questioned them during the third quarter of the January 15th game, which would have been a playoff game. That would have been the game against the goddamn Patriots. Fucking idiot. So they were probably yanked. They were probably yoinked during uh, one of the greatest games of the, the Buffalo Bills have ever played. Josh Allen, their quarterback, had like a goddamn perfect game. The Bills webpage explained the team's vaccine policy uh, and they issued a bold all-cap warning against using forged vaccine cards. Please note that forgery of a vaccination card is a felony and punishable, punishable by law. <laughs> the charge carries a maximum of seven years in prison. Uh, the district attorney said he doesn't intend to pursue a prison sentence if the NABs are convicted. The Bills have not publicly addressed the incident. And a Channel 4 News reports that the NABs declined requests for comment through their lawyer. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I necessarily want these fuckers to go to prison or spend jail time. I'd like to see them fined. I'd like to see them maybe banned from the fucking uh, home games. Right? Just follow the fucking rules. Hey, everybody, just comply. If you just complied, there would have been no problems. Or how about... You don't fucking brag about committing crimes on social media, you dumb fucking fucks. Such these fucking, these people bragging. Like, they're the same dumb assholes who bragged about storming the Capitol. Just fucking morons. Hey, committing a crime over here. I committed a crime. Listen, everybody, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. And none of these fucks can do the fucking time. Ugh, morons. Motherfucking morons. Uh, speaking of someone who can't do the time, good transition. Uh, that dumb fuck who was the shooter at Oxford High School. Uh, what's his name? Asshole? Is that his name? Uh, Crumley? Is it Ethan Crumley? Yeah, 15-year-old Ethan Crumley. Uh, he entered a plea today, and he entered the plea of, I'm a fucking lunatic. <laughs> that's the plea. I don't know if that's the legal term or not. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm not a lawyer, nor have I ever played one on TV, but I am pretty sure I'm a fucking lunatic is, uh, is how he pled. Uh, under Michigan law, a person is legally insane if they lack substantial capacity either to appreciate the nature and quality or the wrongfulness of his or her conduct, or to conform his or her conduct to the requirements of the law. Jesus. Mental illness or having an intellectual disability does not otherwise constitute a defense of legal insanity. Hmm. Well, there you go. I'm learning some things. 
Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen pictures of this guy, uh, the mugshot. He clearly looks, again, as I said in the beginning of this podcast, I was a social worker for like 25 years. Um, he looked like a lot of the clients that I worked with. The good majority of my professional career was working with adolescents, and he looked so much like so many of the adolescents that I used to work with. They're cognitively impaired, uh, not dealing with reality. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not surprised that this guy is uh, using using this plea, or his lawyer is, because uh, yep, he, he's c- clearly got mental health deficiencies. And the, the what I have more problems with, to be perfectly honest, are his parents. Um, how his parents were unable to determine that their 15-year-old son uh, was not playing with a full deck of cards, uh, if he had any cards at all. Uh, he didn't have a deck of cards. He was playing fucking marbles, and he lost most of those. How they weren't able to determine that this kid's fucking uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and then for Christmas, they decided they should buy him a fucking handgun. Now, I don't care if you like guns or not. More power to you if you love guns. God bless you. Have at it. I don't know if you could fucking agree, though, that buying a 15-year-old child, a lunatic or not, is a good fucking Christmas gift. (laughs) Right? A lot of 15-year-olds, even though they aren't fucking crazy, cannot handle the responsibility of owning a handgun. I am, uh, reverse the numbers on 15, that's how old I am. I don't know if I could handle the responsibility of owning a gun. I would probably shoot myself in the face somehow. I don't know how that would be possible, but I would probably do it, and it's not a good fucking thing. So I really, I know they have been arrested as well, so I really hope they get theirs. Uh, this kid needs to remain. He's he's like a John Hinckley, the guy who shot Reagan. He's This is just a human being who needs to be monitored for the rest of his goddamn life. I know he's only 15, but he probably needs to remain in a psych hospital uh, or a, a secure facility of some kind for the rest of his fucking life. Now, I know Hinckley just got out like a couple of years ago, he went to go live with his mother, I believe. He's in his fucking 60s, I guess. Now I gotta fucking... Now I gotta fucking look this shit up. Look what you made me do, everybody. Motherfuckers. Uh, John Hank, Hinkley Jr. Yeah, he's 66 years old. Shot Reagan in 81. Wow, I'm looking at him now. God damn, he ate well in fucking prison. Jesus Christ, he is a... He does not look like the man who was arrested. He looks like he ate the man arrested. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, there you go. Now he's like living with his mom, I guess, in in the D.C. area, if I'm correct. God, his mom's got to be in her late 80s. Would you want to have the responsibility of your 66-year-old son who shot the fucking president? <laughs> Jesus. 
How do you handle it? I wonder how they handled that when it happened back in 1981. Hey, your kid just attempted to murder the fucking president because he was trying to impress fucking uh, a 15-year-old or whatever, Jodie Foster, who's a lesbian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How about a fucking strange turn of events? Do you think if Hinckley had known that Jodie Foster was a lesbian, that he would have uh, shot Reagan? Probably not. You know, like, ah, fuck. And then he would have turned his attention to, like, Brooke Shields or something. He's like, ah, oh, Brooke Shields, you're not gay. Your eyebrows are weird as fuck, but at least you're not gay. <laughs> I got a shot with you at least. I don't know. I'm crazy. I'm going to go shoot Reagan now. But anyway, Ethan Crumley... He's pleading in uh, legally insanity. He's charged with 24 felonies, including committing a terrorist act, causing death, and four counts of first-degree murder. He's lodged in the Oakland County Jail. Now, that's weird, too. Uh, I'm going to say this. I don't know. Should he really be in the adult jail? He's 15. He's, he's a kid. He's a kid with mental health issues. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a juvenile detention, but they're relatively the same as fucking uh, jails for adults. It's just children. It's just kids who've done weird shit. I know we, there was a kid here in the Grand Rapids area who's, who, like a decade or so ago, uh, murdered another kid. He was, I think, 12, and the kid he murdered was like 8. And uh, as far as I know, they lodged him in juvenile facilities. They didn't fucking put him in a goddamn adult cell. It's Oakland County, too. Oakland County's Detroit area. It's not like they don't have fucking uh, a lot of jail systems. Just jail cells. Shit, I'm sure everybody who lives in Oakland County has been in jail at some point in their life. Everybody. Even the judges. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, clearly you guys know I'm kidding, but I'm not. Alright, what am I going to end with? I'm going to end with that. No, I'm going to end with that. Nah, stupid. I already talked about that. Uh, I talked about that. I guess, uh... This is weird. Alright, I'm going to talk about this. I saw this. I don't know really much about this guy. Kanye West. I don't know much about the fucker, right? He, he was married to Kim Kardashian. I guess they're getting a divorce. I, To be perfectly honest, everybody, I see this stuff. I see headlines for it. And I'm just immediately like, skip, pass. I don't give a fuck, right? I just, because I, I don't care. None of it, none of it matters to me. Uh, I don't own any Kanye West music. I've never watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I don't care. I'm only aware of it because I get bombarded by it uh, in in the news and on radio or whatever. I'm like, oh, fuck, why, why do we know about these idiots? They're idiots. They're all fucking idiots. But apparently uh, Kanye West is kind of uh, maybe stepping away from music. And uh, he is launching a fashion line. Okay, I guess. Whatever. What? And he's he's going by Ye now instead of Kanye. He's now he's going by Ye. Why Ye? I guess it's Ye. Is it Ye? Since it's Kanye, so is it Ye? Shouldn't it be Ye? 
Anyway, he's 44 years old, and he's reportedly re producing a new collaborative clothing line with streetwear brand Skid Row Fashion Week. How weird is that? A company that donates a portion of all clothing sales to helping those living in the downtown L.A. neighborhood and employs the home insecure in its manufacturing factory. I don't, what does that mean? And employs the home insecure in its manufacturing factory. Yeah. I don't know what that. Oh, the home insecure. That's the new stupid way of saying homeless people. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus Christ. Please help me. Please, please help me. The trademark's founder, Dave Sebastian, claimed to TMZ that he and the father stretched my hands, MC met earlier this month while the rapper was recording Donda 2 at his studio in LA's Art District, which is near Skid Row, and hatched the plan to create a Yeezy X Skid Row Fashion Week collab. God damn, I hate that goddamn sentence. That was one sentence I just said there. It took me two minutes to read one sentence. There should be fucking more periods in that. So apparently what they're going to do is they're looking to hire the homeless the home insecure, Jesus, uh, as models. Say, I'm liking all of this. I'm liking that. I'm liking that this dumb fucking uh, fashion company is donating money to the homeless. I hope they are. So much of the time you hear about stuff like that, and we just donated $50,000 to this fucking charity. And then you realize that, $40,000 of that went to like administrative costs or something. Very little of the money actually goes to people in need. Uh, there are 60,000 people currently living on Skid Row, the brand states in a video promo for the forthcoming year. That seems like a lot of people, but what do I know? Thousands of men, women, and children are living in tents because our government refuses to spend the $3 billion they have in the reserve to eradicate this cancer we call homelessness. Nope, it's not homelessness. It's home insecurity. <laughs> A purchase from Skid Row Fashion Week will help us employ house feed and start the process of rehabilitation with our programs and services. Buy Skid Row Fashion Week and save a life. Now, I'm also going to tell you this. Well, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm curious as to how much this shit is going to cost. If I wanted to buy something from Skid Row Fashion Week, is it something affordable? Or is it something that it's going to cost me $1,000 to buy a fucking t-shirt? Right? You guys know what I'm talking about? It's the insanity of the fashion world that ridiculous clothes cost a shit ton of money. Now I'm looking at some of the garb these people are wearing and it's fucking ridiculous. This is all shit homeless Home insecurity people would not be caught wearing. They, they would be like, this is this is ridiculous. What the fuck are you doing here? Well, they good good for him. If if money goes to a positive fashion, I, for whatever reason I'm suspecting it won't. I I always have a suspicious eye of people with things like this. When they're when there's a big to-do to help somebody. I'm like, I don't know. West will reportedly donate 100% of his Yeezy X Skid Row Fashion Week proceeds towards aiding the home insecure. Well, if he does, great. 
I'm still suspicious. I am still suspicious. Is his music any good? Do I have anybody listening to this podcast who listens to his music? Because, again, I don't know if I would know a Kanye West song if I heard it. I can't speak to it, so I don't know. But, uh, all right, everybody, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to this bullshit. If you like this bullshit, go listen to the Patreon because it's the same shit, just more shit. Give it a consideration. Go to patreon.com and uh, search out Elemental Podcasting. You'll find it. It's just five bucks a month. The new month is coming up, although you can subscribe at any point. It doesn't have to be the first of the month. It can be today, the 27th of the month, and it'll just go for 30 days, I'm assuming. I don't know. But five bucks a month, and uh, yeah, pretty much every day. Freebies Mondays and Thursday. Patreon pretty much every other day of the week. It's just me rambling. So there you go. I love it, and a couple of you seem to like it too. So I appreciate that very much. If you guys like the podcast and you don't necessarily want to do the Patreon and you want to fucking support, I got winter hats. I got nice knit black winter hats. And it's got Elemental Podcast embroidered on it. And a lot of people got it, and a lot of people seem to like it. So if you would like one, let me know. They're 25 bucks. That will include shipping. But if you live in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area, uh, it's just 20 And I will fucking bring it to your house. You can meet me in person. Or I'll just throw it on your porch and run away because I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Uh, if you guys can like the Twitter page and the Facebook page, that'd be great. I get off my Facebook band tomorrow, I think, everybody. How about that? I get off tomorrow. So uh, I was banned for 30 days on Facebook. Fuck Facebook. But sadly, you kind of needed to promote some shit. So uh, that'll be good. Please do that. If you guys can like a couple pages for me, go like the Sunday Slaw on Facebook. That's Stephanie and Adam House. They eat coleslaw. They do Facebook lives of themselves eating the coleslaw. They tell you if it's good or they tell you if it's shit. Lately, a lot of it's been shit. But uh, if you like coleslaw, you'll like it. And then Adam's also got a, a he's a, a realtor. He sells homes. So he'll talk about that too over on the Sunday Slaw. So uh, go like the page over there. Follow the coleslaw shit. Follow the real estate shit. You'll be better off. Then go like JB. Uh, uh, Magic J B N. That's John Badass Midgley. I was just down at the Magic Capital of the World, uh, Colon, Michigan. It is the Magic Capital of the World. This podunk little town. It's very weird. They got a cemetery where a t shit ton of famous magicians are buried. It's very weird. But uh, go like his page, and you will see the magic that he does. You'll see the art that he produces. Uh, it's good for everybody. So particularly if you got kids. Kids love magic. Have them go like it. Magic J-B-M. Then go check out my boy, my boy, Matt Harper. He's got a Instagram page and a TikTok. I don't ever talk about TikTok, but he's got a TikTok for his art. He's a good artist, too. It's Matt with two Ts, Matt Harper Art. And uh, he draws some stuff, and you can buy the stuff that he draws, or you can commission him to draw something for you, and he'll probably do it. So get a hold of him at Matt Harper Art on Instagram or Matt Harper Art on uh, TikTok, and I get something cool from that guy. Because he's also the host of another episode podcast. And uh, 
every Wednesday they do uh, new episodes where they talk about movies that shaped their childhood, him and his co-host Mandy Elaine. It's a lot of fun. Yesterday was Wednesday, so I listened to it. It was a movie I've never seen, but I still listened. It was the Goofy movie, which I'm assuming you can watch on Disney+. Plus. Uh, will I watch it? Fuck no, I won't watch it. Because I'm a goddamn adult, and I didn't watch the Goofy movie when it came out in 1996. I don't have children, and I'm not going to watch it now. <laughs> but if you watched it as a kid, you should definitely listen to the podcast. And even if you're like me, you're an old fucking man, uh, you can still go listen and still have a good time. So that's what I did. So if you do all those things for me, that'd be great. Uh, the Sunday Slaw, Magic JDM, Matt Harper Art, another episode podcast, do those things for me. And uh, that's it. I'm done. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow for the Patreon. I got a lot of driving to do tomorrow, and I'll tell you how it goes. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good day. I'll see you tomorrow, or I'll see you on Monday for the freebie. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye.